Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Will Leverson, and this is the Union Address Sports Spot Weekly. This week's episode, The Pushback, is brought to you by the letters G and B. And that's for the NFL Green Bay Packers of now the which now newly embattled quarterback of said NFL business franchise, person who produces a product um, that in its immediate area uh, is an economic mainstay. So he generates money for the immediate area and by proxy through the traffic to said football venue of people that come to go and view the games in that area may also bring with them their monies of which still generating income. So he's immediately at least important in what he does for his own personal self and his personal space that he himself owns of himself because he's a, a free person, a private person who happens to um, work in a highly public visible space of which that he's not any sort of elected official nor does anything that he does uh, in, in his own personal life really have anything to do with us beyond what we're able to appreciate with him in his performance of his mastery of the quarterback position of which he's acclaimed to be one of the best ever in the sport. Is now because he made a personal choice attacked by another community of people who also provide and produce goods that are only immediately impactful for their own personal space, attributed to them for their own pursuit of their talent and craft to where they should be important. If I'm an actor, I should be important to acting people. If that's the staff that do the, the backdrops and, and do the props and things, like that's immediately important truly how that person performs and maybe even what they believe in to that scope of life. And then we enter other people who have now weighed in on said sports mainstay, um, the quarterback of the NFL Green Bay Packers, of which this show doesn't need to, I mean, we're not, we don't have any sponsorships other than, you know, maybe what we uh, put forth uh, from the Anchor app. And of course, if you haven't heard about the Anchor app, it's one of the best tools that we have to make a podcast these days. You have great in-app tools that allow you to put the best content out and reach your audience with the best message at the right time. And if you want to learn more about the Anchor app, you can download the Anchor app from your Apple App Store or the Android Market, or you can go to anchor.fm. Like that's what we that's that's all the scope of what we're able to say. So we're not affiliated with anything. This is not our show from the Union Address, which you can find the episodes on Anchor or Spotify or Apple Podcasts. They're all out there. And we put out information without bias. Like our Sports Spot Weekly show was not a stat show. We don't talk about who's the greatest because of anything. We present sports commentary, stories, narratives, information, really, so that our listeners are able to take that and 
use it as they will for informational purposes or just to enjoy the sharing. So we're not trying to push forth anything other than to present the fact that someone is now being lambasted by people and in the sense of what I am immediately able to speak to as a podcaster, as a host of a podcast show, a couple of them, Union Address and Sports Spot Weekly here. And so someone who is in my immediate sort of, hey, what's what's your upper echelon of what are you know, so it's like guys like Sway or or like anybody on Eminem's uh Shave Four or Five, like Ruju, like those would be people that I should aspire to be, or like Glenn Glenn Beck, or like Larry Elder, or Charlemagne, or like like that's who I should like. That's my ceiling, like of who I should. And one of those people are Howard Stern, right? And so Howard Stern, the dean of decency now, who profited in our all our lifetimes okay this isn't in 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 Larry King days and back and no this is while we were able to enjoy Howard Stern's movie i forget the name of it but the guy had a whole movie talking about you know him and who he is man this guy profited off of proliferating someone suffering from mental illness or development Mr. Lester Green Mr. Bill Juice on the Dean of Decency Howard Stern show. This man has porn actresses and all of this. It is not saying that that's not decent or not or is. What we're saying is that this is somebody who has profited off of things that we would all say, hey, is off in the realm of the taboo or erotic. Or downright despicable is what this guy who's one of the tops in the realm that I can even hope to achieve anything in is saying that this quarterback often a whole different, he is an, an influential beyond what he can personally do in his own life, man. Like whatever he does, he's influential at that, but is not in the realm of having to do anything with you and I's business in our house at the kitchen table. As I, you know, some of that sales talk, you know, in this in this intimate setting, like like this dude can't do anything beyond what he does when you watch him perform his talent, man. But somebody that's seen as this great sharer of information and stories is now saying that somebody's not decent. Howard Stern. And I hope this gets to you, sir. I'd love to talk to you. It'd be great. Maybe you can mingle with the common folk a little bit so we can understand this high-browed concern for decency that you have, Howard Stern. If you can tell me that you felt the fact that you put Beetlejuice and allowed him to perform as a monkey in front of your audience, because that's what he was for you people. Y'all weren't looking at Lester Green like he was a, a equal to you. Please. You brought him on there because it was your fancy as some rich person. Just dangle this person out in front of everybody. But you're decent though now, right? I guess we find decency and irrelevance real quick, Howard Stern.
Because what you just said was about the most idiotic thing that anybody that claims to have lived or have learned anything in their years. Howard Stern, millions of people listen to your show, probably billions over this point in time or probably close to it. There's probably seriously as many people that have listened to Howard Stern's show in their lifetimes or had accessibility to his show to listen to it as the amount of dollars that Mel Gibson had to give over in his divorce. I'd be willing to wager that Howard Stern and the bigness of who he is has probably reached that many people with his parading of mentally ill people for the amusement of white America. But yet now he can call somebody and say, oh, I'm giving you decency. You know what the decent thing to you would be to do for you, uh, Howard Stern? Would be for you to do? <laughs> it's like a tongue twister. Maybe because it might be hard for us to understand Howard Stern being decent in his life, of living his life. Because so a man think he does. That's not a tired principle. This is something that Howard Stern would have been exposed to in his life. So as he presented America to us, our ugly and terrible and strange and beautiful parts, he profited off of indecency. Sir, if we were a decent society, you would not have had a career. We'd have all been prudish. And the things that you would have said, you would not have been allowed to say as you strove to be to break those barriers. It's amazing how we look at things when we're on the other side of life. You know, when we're able to step away from things and have a different perspective. Yeah, yeah. the slave master that killed his slaves that then later said maybe he felt bad about it. In the sake of his own pursuit of personal repentance and forgiveness, that is on him and his life that he have lived. We have to forgive, but that doesn't mean that we have to just allow that to just have its space. No, forgiveness does have a space, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Howard Stern living and profiting off of indecency and then calling someone who has nowhere near the reach that he has ever had in his life. No matter how talented Aaron Rodgers is, and this is not capital Aaron Rodgers, and we apologize, it's not the quarterback of the NFL business franchise, a great employee, no more than a great employee at your XYZ financial. You know, dude does his job really good, and people know him maybe even beyond his business, but He's not influential, man, to what you do in your life. As a radio personality, Lil Wayne would say what's in your his cup is not, you don't have to worry about what's in his cup, man. You know, what's in his cup is what's in his cup. You don't have to worry about what's in Aaron Rodgers' cup. What's in his cup is in his cup. He got millions of dollars. He can go out there and do whatever he want to go do with that money. If he wants to go and say that a doorknob made him feel good, he can go out there and say that doorknob made him feel good. That is his personal choice. He did not kill anybody by making his choice that he made. 
No more so than the same science. See, when science moves beyond where it needs to be in research and things and starts making policy and commenting publicly, that's when you have to have the pushback, science. Because the same science that can look at you and say, before we bleak tonight, there are some people we need to understand how they were immune to this thing before it began. Probably because that's how things are in an evolutionary life, scientist. Like we learned, right, that things get stronger over subsequent generations. And so probably humans, as we've survived as best we can all tell through a lot of things, probably are immune to stuff. And we're not ex-people persons. You can't say perhaps ex-men in a public forum because then you may be distancing like all humans from a shared human experience. But he's a bad dude and there's literally someone that has also profited off of sending many people to jail and then he's able to tell you what to do because he... He was better than mean tweets and eccentricities. Oh, no, we need our idiots to be manageable. We don't need them to be have these idiosyncrasies. What are you doing, idiot? We need to feel like you're not mean. You can be an idiot, just not a mean one, please. Like, that's decent, Howard. That, that's like... People, instead of saying, F the president, XYZ president, I am upset at XYZ president. Let me depict XYZ president getting hurt. Like, instead of doing that, we can do the other thing, and that would be decent, Howard's turn. That's not who we are, Howard. We're not decent, Howard. We're not. If we did, then there wouldn't be stereotypes and cliche and things that are funny, Howard Stern. And I'm sure you've heard this before, Howard. I'm sure you have. Out there in New York, you've heard it before, Howard. You've heard all the nasty things and seen them and you presented them, Howard. Stereotypes and cliches all, Howard. Those things used to be funny, Howard. They used to be. Now they're not so much anymore. Because you can't even make fun of anybody anymore. See? Black face and accents. See? Making money off of indecency. See, Howard? It's a shame, Howard. Truly a shame, man. We can't live in indecency anymore because the people that were indecent are now... Different somehow. You know, the, the Bidens of the world are somehow different now. The, uh, the same teachers that we all know that they've been teaching for years and maybe didn't have the best practices may have even really been hurtful to kids because we're Decent. We don't say anything about the harm that they have done. Or the entertainer, man. Or the coach. 
or the bats in the building in the thieves all the horrible parts of us right like the thing that's beautiful about us is that there are still people that can love throughout all this howard that there was enough people that saw through all of the complete and utter bullcrap that you put out for most of your years you profited off of white privilege, Howard. You did. See, you're no different than the people that you throw on the bus, Howard. And when we arrive at there, then that's a conversation. Maybe we can have a teachable moment, Howard. I wonder if I'll get an opportunity to come on Howard Stern's show. I'm not Lester Green. I don't have anything that might be immediately profitable for white people. With money, that is. Not most of my friends that I know who are even poor, rich, but poor by billionaire standards who don't live in that world, Howard. They didn't get a chance to profit off anything but their own work, their decency that they showed people. Maybe if some of my friends had been horrible people, they probably would have been able to take advantage of other opportunities, man, Howard. But you see, they were decent and they had an opportunity, man, to live their life, how they've been allowed to live it, make the decisions they've been able to make, Howard. But they didn't profit off of hurt and pain, so they are where they are. That's not bad, Howard. And what you're talking about, decency, is not good, Howard. It's like the decency affirmation, Howard. So maybe... As so many people have stated from their own professional source, if maybe if the Howard Stearns kept their voices from even speaking on things, maybe there would be a healthy conversation, Howard. But because your voice is so big, Howard, that even the Aaron Rodgerses of the world... And they can't get a word in edgewise, man. Or is it edgeways? I believe it's edgeways. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'd love to get this English language thing right, ladies and gentlemen. But that is our show for today. So I extend this invitation to Howard. Mr. Stern. If you'd be so decent as to maybe allow someone that's not less green than a black man on your show, then maybe we can have a healthy space or a conversation. But until that, sir, I think maybe just let the sports private people have their decisions. And maybe when we're having a conversation about indecency or decency and we talk about radio hosts and that thing maybe you i charlemagne and some other person maybe even joe budden can all maybe get together in a room howard and maybe try to figure this thing out yeah matter of fact just so optics don't get too crazy we can even invite mr beck on there i'm sure as a matter of fact mark my words i would be willing to wager that if the two of them, between Glenn Beck and Howard Stern, were to get this and were to peek an interest and say, hey, I, you know what, I'll bring the guy on the show. I'd be willing to wager you that Glenn Beck would allow me on his show first. 
before Howard Stern in all of his decency would. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for listening. God bless you. Please listen, like, and share. This is Will Leverson. This has been Sports Spot Weekly. Tune into the unit dressed uh, there on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor.